your favorite Dirty Dice Daddy? Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch old movies that we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. And I'm Pat. And today... We are joined by a guest. Yeah. Thanks, Pat. That's it. That's all the information Patrick's <laughs> no. giving you. He needs I no introduction. So let's keep you going. You choose who the guest is. So we, our guest today is a very special guest, someone who has a lot of irons in the fire, so... Uh, he is the uh, dungeon master and host of the very popular Drunks and Dragons podcast, the co-founder of Geekly Con, co-founder of Geekly Inc., and soon to be uh, card game purveyor Michael Demaro. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate you guys letting me come on your show. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming. Being here. Taking Excited. a moment from your busy schedule, it sounds like. Oh, it's you know it's I, I have to be able to do a fun thing every once in a while. So, um, so I'm <laughs> well, it, you to think this. it's fun now, but it all depends <laughs> on the movie. Yeah, yeah sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just had a very let a very disappointing experience at our last. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. It it was um the most different experience. Than we've mm-hmm. ever ever had recording. Yeah, we've all we were all very very wrong about our enjoyment predictions. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what was it? What was it? What was the? It was a uh, Boondock Saints. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that. Good. It's okay. You don't have to see it. <laughs> it, it its time has. <laughs> all right. Yeah. 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 Given the times we are currently living in, it 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 doesn't. It's uh. It, it, is, we, yeah. it was the energies. The energy of the first and second half were were very, very, very different. Yeah. <laughs> we were all excited and cracking jokes in the first half, and then the second one was just. Uh, it would be like if you were to put it into visual terms, it was just like a gray, rocky, sandy hellscape of nothing. <laughs> slope, stretching slope into hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was like it sounds like a good. Time. It was uh, yeah. the movie. The road was basically the second <laughs> half of the month. <laughs> Yikes. Just kidding. Um, but there's no uh, way anyway. today's movie is going to no, suck. No, today. I, ooh, yeah. yeah. If it does, Sorry. we know who to blame. It's my fault. It, yeah. Um, I, mean, I was going to say, you're you're in great company. So, so Michael, you are the um, uh, third Geekly-related geekly oh, yes. guest. We're on like a we've streak. Had, uh, we've had Adam Bash on. And okay, he brought I, us, I haven't heard of him. You've never heard yeah. of him? No, yeah. And uh, he brought us Bloodsport. Okay, yeah. that you know uh-huh. the classic Jean. Jean I'm Paul hoping Van this Dan. movie will be better than Bloodsport. <laughs> and uh, we had Ray on. Oh, okay. And she, uh, we did. She was Spice World, and that was her oh, suggestion. Wow. Also, so yep. Oof. okay. That's your <laughs> competition. Right. So that's the first your bar. time, yeah. Michael. The fir- the first time they let me pick the movie, I picked Surf Ninjas. You're good. <laughs> was yeah. that only your? The first bar is pick? not high. Yep. Uh, um. Well, the first I'm, and last. First and last time. They let yeah. Me pick. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Am, are we? Are we? Am I allowed to say what it is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Uh, I am a little. I am a little concerned about uh, about one of my favorite movies from when I was a kid, which is Better Off Dead. Um, <laughs> which the premise is essentially uh, a guy who's like super obsessed to the point of of like stalking his 
ex girlfriend. Um, uh oh, essentially number one. <laughs> essentially, spends the whole movie attempting to kill himself. So um, <laughs> these aren't necessarily things. It's hilarious. It's very funny. If I remember correctly. It sounds uh, solid. Nothing could go wrong with this premise in yeah. today's definitely, modern Definitely. I mean, it's an early 80s movie, so there's definitely going to be some uh, light racism throughout it. Mm. Um, uh-huh. So that should be fun, too. And, and, and some good old rape culture. Ooh, Rah. gosh, I yep. hope not. Uh, I don't see how that could possibly come into this movie. The dominoes know. are set up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was actually really excited when you mentioned Better Off Dead because one of my coworkers years ago said when he found out about our podcast, you need to do Better Off Dead. And I was like, okay, I'll throw it on the Google Doc. And I don't think we ever looked at the Google Doc since, and that was like four years ago. So I look at the Google Doc. Ash, I do. Ash is the, the sole user of the they Google don't let Doc. Me have You'll see that I've Google added Doc. several things. Oh, I do need to add you, Pat, but I also haven't touched it in four years, so it's really not a bad thing. Well, after Surf Ninja, we're like, don't don't give him that. <laughs> um, it's okay, Patrick. My first pick was uh, Legend. Which infamously, oh, yeah. Tom Cruise, yeah, mm-hmm. Tim Curry, Tom Snooze, yeah. yeah. Um, it's fine. I, I think real I, quick. I think I knew Legend was bad when I watched it the first time. <laughs> I, I definitely loved it. Yeah. Um, uh, visually, quick. it has a lot going on. Was Tim? Was Devil Tim Curry? Did he want? He wanted to fuck. Is that what he? He's yep, like three yep. times the size of yep. that princess, sir. He was, yep. he was DTF, uh, that very young and underage girl. So, yeah. yeah but he is a Satan. devil. Yeah. Yeah. So, morals may not necessarily apply. Let's, let's, let's give him a break here. I don't he know. The but, devil. like, pedophilia seems low, even for the devil. I agree. I agree. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, um, so back to I, Better Off Dead. Yeah. It's, it is like, a lot of, of a number of the things from this movie have sort of stuck with me uh and are like part of my lexicon like i can't if someone says something something is two dollars i will always go two dollars <laughs> which if you're not familiar with the movie you will uh, it will be shortly you know, soon enough spoilers or like if someone's <laughs> you know uh, french if there's there's a whole bit with like French bread, French dressing, French, like this. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the bit, I guess. But like, there's just <laughs> there's a number of like things that uh, that uh, I t- to this day say all the time. So I'm interested I mean, in seeing if uh, that's a if good it's sign. Part of a, yeah, if it's part of a cursed uh, movie or not. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully you'll still want to quote it after we watch it. Um, yeah, who knows? Crossed. So I, I'm taking on hosting this movie that I tried to know as little about as possible because all I knew was the name. I know the basic premise. But it's from 1985. Um, We have John Cusack in this movie, who we all know from awesome 80s things and Say Anything, (laughs) um, which we Mm -hmm. did on our podcast. And he's in many other things like High Fidelity and all sorts of cool things. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I definitely did my Mail research it. thoroughly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the looks like the lead girlfriend, who we also know from a previous 
Let's rewatch episode Diane Franklin, who was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as Princess oh. Joanna. So nice. nice. Oh, she did more stuff. Good for her. Yeah. Yay. This. Um, yeah. We have another movie where she's sexualized. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Um, In my D&D campaign, my degenerate fairy guide character just adopted two little goblins named Bill and Ted. As Aww. Aww. So that's Aww. so sweet. It's so sweet. It's adorable. Um, Patrick, well, he gave them the option of working for him or being killed, so. Oh, well, less sweet. That sounds like a very Bill and Ted plotline. You, you basically, <laughs> you didn't adopt them, you enslaved them. Eh, tomato, tomato. Well, he's, he's, he's a modern day Willy Wonka. Is that all parenthood is? <laughs> If anyone's enslaved, they've got me enslaved. <laughs> That's fair. So, Patrick, you're going to be real excited about this next actor. Is Tone Loke in it? I no. hope so. Tell me. You probably won't <laughs> recognize him by his oh. name. Uh, but it's David Ogden Steers, who was okay. in MASH. But, <gasps> get this. Wait, 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 wait. wait. TV show or movie? TV show or movie? Uh, TV Very show. Important. TV show. Okay. Uh, that's not even the cool part. Patrick, are you ready for this? I think so. He's the voice of Cogsworth from Beauty and the Beast. Sweet. Oh. He's also in Pocahontas. Patrick's jaw as, just like hit the floor. Yeah. <laughs> my overlords. My- I'm real excited about this. He kind of looks like Cogsworth. He really does. He's also in Pocahontas as Governor Ratcliffe. And he was also in oh, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, he's the jerk. Uh, with the gun, I, if I remember correctly. He's also in Lilo and Stitch as Jemba, which I think was the big f- big round alien. Aliens? Yeah, I think so. But I can't remember. Stitch was the only good alien, right? I think no. there were some other ones that were good. It's questionable yeah. if Stitch was that one has not <laughs> wormed its way into my children's brains to be replayed over and 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 over. It again. will be soon. They're don't remaking worry. it. Are they? Uh, is that going in the live action slate? I don't like that. Might actually Stitch? be really cool. I think so yeah, like it's yeah, basically just like Jurassic Park, but with Stitch instead of dinosaurs and surfing. What? And surfing. I think. I mean, yeah. it's like Jurassic Park in the sense that they both happen to be shot on Hawaii. Like, that's the similarity. Yeah, I agree. So, um, so. Michael, you're a father. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, are, you, are, are you a member of the Disney cult? Are you one of us? Are you, um, are you saved? Have you been saved? So Join, join uh, us. Join us. So my, my ex-wife uh, didn't like Disney. <gasps> Hence the ex, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, and so yeah, and that's why, right? <laughs> yes, but my, but Carly loves Disney, so she loves Lilo and Stitch actually more than anything. So oh, wow! Well, so I, I really upgraded. There's a we have a joke whenever we have this mini show in between where we do let's react. We watch trailers of things and just do a quick like 20 minute mm-hmm. reaction to it. Um, and kind of the running joke is it's not even a joke; it's a fact that Disney owns my soul. And it's my house is obsessed with Disney. It starts with my wife. <laughs> and anytime there's something like that coming out, it's always, are you going to see it? Are you interested in it? And I always say, it doesn't matter because they're going to, they have my money anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, another, are you still going through the actors in the list? Because there's one more. Feel free to uh, I have one more. Oh, uh, tell me, who is it? Kim Darby, who she was in the original True Grit. 
And mm. for some odd reason, Halloween six. But she looks Grand. familiar, but I can't place her. So we'll Is that the new one or no? Halloween what? six? Uh nineteen ninety five. Or is that oh okay. Yeah. I heard they offered her roles in the first five, but she turned them down every time, and then they finally gave her the sixth script, and she was like, yep, that's the one. Yep. <laughs> I mean. That one's perfect. Did we, um, did we hit it? Also, uh, Curtis Armstrong is in this, who was, uh, you'll definitely recognize him. He was Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, oh, and, uh, another yeah, troublesome movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Um, <laughs> He, uh, he is a masterful performance in this one, for oh. sure, if I'm remembering correctly. Is he also the friend of Tom Cruise in Risky Business who's always like egging him on? Um, if that's the case, I'm pretty sure he's the same character in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, if you do something well, there's no reason why you can't do that same thing over and over and over again. No shame. Mm-hmm. Just and over. do and what over. you're good at. Um, so our director here is... Savage Steve Holland. Savage. Sounds like a wrestler. Ooh, savage? Does it, yeah. Does it actually say savage like on IMDb? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, that's not even his first name. It's I am just fact-checking you. You can fact-check me, but that is what it says. Funny thing, he directed this movie and, like, directed one or two TV shows and then was like, I think I'm going to go direct animation and then he just oh. went off and directed a bunch of animated stuff like oh, wow. honey i shrunk the kids the tv show Ooh, uh, a highlight from his uh, directorial tv saga is that he directed an episode called angels in lingerie are devils in disguise Whoa. of the ever famous tv show Shasta McNasty. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that explains savage. the savage in his name. What the no, hell is Shasta McNasty? <laughs> I went to his bio. I went to his bio. Okay, okay. The worst to flavor the, of Shasta soda. Listen to the juxtapositions of these two sentences. They are right after each other. Marvelously quirky and creative writer, director, producer, and animator Savage Steve Holland was born in 1960. So that's the first sentence. Marvelously okay. quirky and creative. Holland earned the nickname Savage as a child after he kicked a kid in the teeth during a soccer game. <gasps> savage. Oh, that is pretty went, savage. Okay, so he... How, how quirky. <laughs> <laughs> so he's kind of... Uh, he says he's an animator, and he actually studied at CalArts, which is like oh, wow. the famous animation school where like Tim Burton went and all of the, it's the fancy Disney one. people... So it's super fancy. This movie and One Crazy Summer, which is essentially the same cast, came out a year later. I think they just added Bobcat Goldwaith to it, and that was that. Oh man! Um, They both feature animation pretty heavily. Okay, heavily Heavily is is is, but it it is definitely featured. Interesting. Yeah. Oh no. Well, I'm excited to see some cheesy '80s animation. He also went on to direct. Lizzie McGuire episodes, which also had a lot of animation. So that's maybe his thing. Michael, what? So tell us a little bit about since you um, suggested it and you brought it mm-hmm. to the table. So it's a movie you really liked when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And how, has it been a long time since you've seen it, though? Um, I've probably seen it within the last 10 years, I would say. But it's been a little while. Okay. 
Yeah. A lot has changed uh, in the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. Did we um, And I don't think I was watching it critically. So, Michael, what are you – do you have some predictions for us? We talked a little bit about it up front. Are you expecting to overall still love it or – um, It's – it's if I remember correctly, it's real weird. Uh, and it, and it, I think it is quirky. I think that's the right term for it. And I, and, um, I'm hoping I still like it cause I was a, definitely a big fan and I remember it being very funny. Um, it is very stupid, but I also, I also do enjoy a stupid movie. So yeah, uh, I'm right know, there with you. I'll like, um, I don't know. What's a good example uh, like anything Andy Sandberg has been in, I'm usually like, this is, this is a, a piece of art that needs to be appreciated. Are you a Brooklyn Nine-Nine fan? Yeah, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But like, so he just put out, uh, not just, but put out Popstar, which like no mm-hmm. one watched. Um, yeah. Which, I watched it. was so good. It uh, was good. I really liked the two thirds of it I saw and I fell asleep. But not because I didn't like it, because that's I'm, a good uh, sell there, Pat. I'm not a good no. That's a anyone who knows me knows. Um, you park me on a couch after like 10 p.m. to watch a movie. I'm done for. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be actively engaged in something, and this is not even this is not even like a uh, parent it wears you out. This is a 20 year old in college thing. It was a joke. <laughs> if we we're all watching a movie and it was later, we we're all on the couch. I was not making it through, <laughs> but. Uh, no, I liked what I saw. I heard that they uh, he was developing uh, like a mockumentary that was kind mm. of based on Fire Festival. It's basically like a like a oh. mockumentary, a movie that takes place during like a doomed, disastrous festival of some kind. That makes sense. That sounds amazing. Like a this is Spinal Tap sort of deal. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be like a straight yeah, Spinal Tap like, movie so or more of a mockumentary format. But either way, I'm sure it'll be. If they do it like Popstar, it'll be good. But he did that mockumentary, the tennis one. That didn't, For HBO. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah, so he's definitely Did you done. see that? Oh, I don't think I did see that. It's called like Seven Days in Hell. And uh, Jon no. Snow is his c- opponent, is the guy he's playing against. I should I should watch that. That was a good, you've made a good point. <laughs> I liked that one. That one I thought was funny. And then they did another one about like a a, a cycling race where everyone was like doping. I didn't think it was as good. <laughs> it was like th- this stuff where they had like a really skinny actor and then they all of a sudden had him come back and it's John Cena the next year <laughs> playing the same character. That's awesome. So, so Mike, got your predictions. Um, Brett. I know nothing about this movie, uh, <clears throat> which is usually I, I have even a prediction based on the nothing I know. Uh, this one, I'm completely in the dark on it. I mean, it's John Cusack, so I, I'm i kind of expecting it to be like the other John Cusack films we've watched, um, where there's, uh, and given the premise of this one, I think they're going to try and attach a, a, a crazy amount of, like, sentimentality, there you go, to <laughs> fake suicides. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little concerned. Uh but I mean I've heard about this movie actually for years. Uh and people generally seem to like it. So we'll see. We'll see. I th- I think it'll be okay uh if we can just ignore 
all of the troubling elements. I, I am... Is that the tagline for Let's Rewatch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a be. good tagline. I am slightly concerned that this is only available to purchase on DVD from Amazon. Uh, that doesn't typically bode well for movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I'm hoping it's just a weird fluke, like the company went under and it's just a stockpile of DVDs from somebody's warehouse and everyone forgot about this movie, but it's secretly great. But it's definitely not on any of the uh, big streaming services, like, must-have ready for the audiences. Yeah. So, we'll see. I'm I'm actually really excited about it. I think it's going to be really funny, and I'm hoping the problematic issues are, like, ones that we can brush aside and be like, <laughs> 80s, aren't they silly? And then just be fine. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Ash? Um, yeah, I'm kind of with Brett where I don't know anything about this movie. In fact, I thought it was, uh, I wasn't sure when you first suggested it, if it was several, I think I was confusing it with two other movies. There's the dead and loving it. And then I can't remember the other one, but there's one like with this girl with an imaginary friend. And I feel like it's called better off. It's not better off Ted as oh. the TV show, but you know what I'm talking about. I do know what you, you, Drop Dead Fred. Drop. Yes, so I kept like confusing mm-hmm. it with those until I Googled it and saw the movie poster, and I was like, "Oh, this is." I didn't even know that this movie existed. That's how much I don't know about <laughs> this movie. Uh, so, thanks to your recap in the beginning of the basic plot, that's that's all I know. Um, and I don't see anything that could possibly go wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, have so none of you we'll seen see. this movie? No, I, I've seen, I've seen most of it. Right, right, okay. Um, oh, okay. It's been a very, very, very long time, though, and uh, I honestly don't remember. I, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be. I don't remember anything that bad. I'm sure that there's going to be things that are a little cringy. Through mm-hmm. the lens of mm-hmm. 2019, but that's I feel like kind of a standard. John, I, you know, when was the last time we didn't have something like that? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like because it's John Cusack, that gives me a little bit of hope because he he can be very charming, even if he is doing something kind of creepy. So maybe <laughs> it won't feel as bad. Charmingly creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I there's think a lot of stuff handsome dudes can get away with. Let's just say that. Yeah, is that the uh, yeah. the internet has the uh, step one, be attractive. Step two, be yes. attractive. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I think I'm anticipating an overall positive experience. And yeah. cut to two hours from now, Patrick's like, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we set a bar with the last one, so this one has got to be better. It can't That's be. That's all I uh, The say. bar, literally, you just, you have to, don't even have to pick your feet up, really. Just kind of <laughs> yeah. shuffle over it to get. <laughs> yeah. We dropped the bar so hard, it fell into like, the ground. Uh, yeah. bar, bars the are floor. above ground, usually. We d- dug a grave with that last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think this will definitely cater to a certain sense, a sort of a certain sort of sense of humor. Like it is very weird, um, perfect, which is maybe not everyone's thing. Uh, uh, it's totally our thing, so that's we're all a pretty bad. weird. All right, yeah. well, 
I mean, you know, now that I've said that, (laughs) you don't all hate it. Awesome. Uh, But I, I'm sure that I'm sure that having the actual nostalgia for the movie will color it for me a lot more since I do like have all these references that I make to this day based on it. So nice. Yeah. It'll be interesting if we all hate it and you still love it. And I'm like, this is great. What did you think? <laughs> uh, it, it wouldn't be the first time that's happened. but Yeah. Know. Yeah. Definitely. But hopefully there's some good quotes in there. It's always fun when there's something that you can just permanently add to your lexicon. Yeah. So. All mm-hmm. right. Cool. All right. All right. Well, we're going to pause the recording and go watch Better Off Dead. We'll see you guys when we get back. He's going to take pollution down to zero. Is that what that was? It's the hamburger song. Wait, what was the hamburger song? Oh, yeah. Want, hamburger. Uh, how would you like Everybody it? Everybody wants some. Everybody, Everybody wants some. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants some. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a real song? Turtle Is that a real song? Okay, yeah. There was also the yeah. one at the school dance. The What was it like? That was the better off dead one. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd rather yeah. be dead. Than live mm-hmm. without you. Yeah. There we go. We got it. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, that was better off dead. Wow. You know, I have to say, you said it was going to be weird, and I was not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I was like some of the weirdness. I love the weird. I went to animation school. Like I was fully prepared. Those were a hundred percent animator jokes. <laughs> I, yes. I have been taught yeah. totally. by those people. Like, I did some I animation gonna, in school as well, so maybe that's why I like it. Yep. I was going to say his like his shot choices too. Like you can tell he's an animator at heart. Yeah. Because some of even the shot choices are like, okay, these would have worked way better in animation <laughs> than they do in live action. Sam, um, I was thinking about you, especially during the hamburger scene with the stop motion. Uh, like, yeah. I the first like, thing is how 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 is professional stop motion producer and Sam viewing this. Is this good? I'm trying to think. Oh, is this it, past merit? It, it was cheap, but <laughs> it was also done at a time where stop motion could only be done blind in the camera. So mm. you just had to guess and you like use these things on stage to like mark where your character started and where you wanted it to end. And like, you, so it looked wow. pretty good considering it was cheap and, they couldn't see what they were animating live. But, uh, I liked their like fake arm yeah. that yeah. the hamburger man danced on. I was like, oh, that's creative. <laughs> Our, uh, we still have a house guest, and she was watching with us. And the lady hamburger came on screen, and she screamed out, no! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Which, I wrote it down as a note. What does a hamburger's dick look like? No, because no. they were going to. It's just a little pickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what he's got like a little cornichon. Yeah. Uh, why did we? Why? Uh, can we? Can we start also with uh, our favorite quotes? Because there were some. There were some good ones. There were some good. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Was, well, I was. I was pleased. I think there's only some. What was light, your quote? There's only some light racism. <laughs> It, it wasn't as bad Ugh. as I thought it no. would be. No. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not like 16 Candles, or I would argue right. even like... I mean, he, John Cusack did call those guys the Kamikaze Brothers, so... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was rough. Oh. Well, the that thing was, about the, 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 the brothers, 
the Asian brothers, what was interesting to me was I felt like it went downhill as the movie went on because it yeah. started and when they're introduced, so he's doing like the Howard Cassell impression and there's mm-hmm. no, I was, when they full, first pulled up, I'm like, oh no, accents, yeah. here come accents, mm-hmm. here come really offensive accents and it's like, oh no, that's cool, I guess. And then it kind of yeah. started to... Mm. Yeah, trend is the kamikaze reference, and then and then when they have their girlfriends and they're eating Chinese food in the car, yeah. like I was like, ah, you guys are so close, you are so close. <laughs> I know. I mean, Chinese people eat Chinese food. It's not. Yeah, like but don't that that wasn't too bad. But it, yeah, if you want to look at it through uh, rose colored glasses or whatever, you could try <laughs> to make that argument. But oh, I don't know. It, it's, yeah. it's 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 not um, great, but it's also not that bad, especially for the for time, the time and and what was considered acceptable and even funny. <laughs> like yeah. they didn't try to make that the joke of it you know like them eating chinese food it wasn't a joke about them eating chinese food i think it was right. just like kind yeah. of a subconscious thing of like asian people eat chinese food you know like so it, right. at least it had that going for it it wasn't mean spirited yeah 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 so where did this movie take place I was going to ask that question because they referenced Northern California, and uh, I don't know if you know, but the Brett, Sam, and I are all from Northern California. Okay. And I was like, "Where the fuck is this town?" And they were hanging out in Dodger Stadium. Yeah, yeah. I was like, North. first off, nobody in NorCal would be for well, they, the Dodgers. No, they had a shot of them driving to LA. They drove to LA. Call them the Brooklyn Dodgers. They, yeah, she did. <laughs> the Brooklyn. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like they well. said Brooklyn. They were in LA, and then they specifically called out everyone from Northern California is <laughs> at this mountain. <laughs> to be fair, that was the cokehead friend that said that the <laughs> state true. of Northern California is what he said. That so, is true. I mean, they could have just been like in the grapevine, and he could have been I mean, like, it's, it's north of LA. So. Is Greenville like a real town in California that we just don't know? I, about? I feel like this must have been completely goofy. It, it was up. just but made I, up. I bet there is a Greenville. I bet oh, there's I'm a sure. Greenville in 25 of the 50 states. Yeah. Oh, there's. I, I'm checking now. Oh, there is a Greenville, California. Holy where is shit. It? I'm is sure. It north? Well, is it near Northern Spain? California. It's up by Chico. Oh. Huh, that well, explains it. Good for them. That explains why their school has a ski team. Wait, I wouldn't be <laughs> you guys. There are so many town names in this country that are reused. State I know. State. Oh yeah, it's crazy. There's a Detroit, I, Oregon. I know of <laughs> three Westchesters. That's oh, Westchester. Wow. One near Chicago, one near Cincinnati, one in New York, near New York. Have you been to all three? Yes, I have. <laughs> you them all. On a tour. <laughs> yes, yes. It was the best, That's the best idea for a tour yeah. ever. We I was only really was... sad because we didn't get to uh, Westchester, Utah, which is supposed to be, you'd think, maybe kind of mundane, but supposed to be the most wild of the Westchesters. Who would have thought? Who knew? Uh, but my favorite quote, going back to that, I had two. My favorite one was, man, that's a real shame when folks be throwing away perfectly good white boys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was amazing. And then the other one, which happened so fast, I don't know if you even caught it, but he says mercy buckets when he means yeah. to say mercy buckets. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> so I'm going to use this from my, now on. My favorite yeah. quote 
was when the mom was like, I made dinner, mon dieu, uh-huh. which oh. in French means, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that That is definitely a scene, like, my family would definitely do that all the time, where it would be like, French fries, French dressing, Peru. <laughs> Peru killed me. <laughs> yeah, Peru was hilarious. Uh- I, for one, thoroughly enjoyed and appreciated all of the surreal aspects to it. Yeah. Yeah. When she's cooking and there's the tentacles and stuff sticking out (laughs) of the pot. Oh, and the food just kind of like crawls away at one point. Bryce walked in right when the tentacles were coming out of the pot and he was like, what the hell are you watching? (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening right now. The blue bacon Uh, and then the like gack mm -hmm. with raisins in it. Like, Uh, uh, did, did that remind you guys of a shoot that we've done with horrible blue food? Yeah. Brett had to drink Bantha milk beer or whatever that was. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the blue steak and cousins. I forgot about the blue steak. I kind of try not to think about cousins because that was just a bad (laughs) time. Horrible uh, (laughs) pilot episode of a web series we shot for some guy and it was not... It was not a good experience. But don't worry. He credited us all on IMDb. So it's yeah. there forever. Oh, yeah. that's because Marissa did it for us. Aw, <laughs> forever. Marissa. Thanks, Marissa. You got paid yeah. 100 exposures, which is great. Because you yep. yeah, right. 100 exposures. Mm-hmm. So funny story about IMDb. When I worked at Mattel on Max Steel and uh, Polly Pocket and all that, the uh, post-production person tried to credit me for my work. And they accidentally oh. credited it to, I think it was like Samantha Wilson or something. And it turned out she was a porn star. So oh, she linked oh. all of my work on these like preschool kids TV shows to this porn star. <laughs> it was great. God, Polly Pocket. Yeah. That is oh. a porn name for sure. Damn, she fell far. <laughs> didn't have to change the name. <laughs> no, seriously, this movie was a great pick, and it was super fun. I I, I still really like it a lot. <laughs> I'm surprised. So I'm surprised that it's not more well known, and at the same time, I'm not surprised that the only reason I found out about it is because of the animation people that I'd worked with. Like, <laughs> uh, it's totally I, in that animation mindset. Like every joke is mm-hmm. very like Looney Tunes and like over the top exaggerated. And it was great. And in, in, I think maybe I hold this opinion stronger than others, but also in weird animation people timing. Oh like, yeah. The timing was so weird and like off on so many of the jokes. Yes. <laughs> Was. <laughs> but like it's still that funny but it's just with. like that's a yeah chronic well, animator syndrome i don't know what it is but like in animation i think because the a lot of animators are so awkward that like <laughs> we're calling you to, out animation <laughs> friends they're <laughs> used to like awkward silences so they think it's funny <laughs> just i'm calling out half our audience no i i'm Myself, they know they're awkward. I was an awkward person <laughs> in art school. Like myself is included in that, so I think that's where it comes from, and, mm. and that's why probably why it didn't seem that weird to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> it felt normal to me. Did, um, did he shower with his socks on? 
Yes. Yeah, and then he then he blew he needs a blow dryer afterwards. Wow. And them off. That was that was something that <laughs> And then also, I have so many questions. Like, are the parents furries? Maybe is that what's happening? (laughs) Oh my god! Because the neighbor had the neighbor had the thing. So the neighbor furries. (laughs) The neighbor. I I do love that. I do love that joke, Paley. Is it's like so ridiculous, and then you see the neighbor wearing the same stupid, yeah, yeah that was yeah. costume. Yeah, he was like sarcastic, like everyone will be wearing this, and. <laughs> <laughs> Is, uh, and also, is this the movie that invented both tropes, the 80s ski movie trope, and then also the mean paperboy trope? Like, is this the first time we saw either of those? Because now they're tropes. Yeah, because I can't, I can't, I couldn't tell while watching it. Was this a spoof or was this like an original comedy? <laughs> The ski I don't know. Like, is this the like- movie that the ski, like all the other ski, 80s ski movies are making fun of? I think the ski part felt like it was referencing something. What's that? What's that movie where like there's two teens and they're like playing chicken with the tractors, and the teen gets his his, he gets his like leg caught on the tractor thing and he can't take his foot off the gas. Is this, is, is it like the oh, beginning of Flash Dance memory? or something? No, it's a real movie. <laughs> I think it's like late seventies, though. No, clue. it feels like that. Like that's what they're making fun of. But I'll have to ask my mom on that one. I, I'm, I, yeah, I'm wondering. I think they might have just thought skiing was cool, um, <laughs> and they really just hit like all of the like you know blonde '80s bad guy and mm-hmm. you know full on like training montages and like all <laughs> yeah. like I don't think any of that. Like I think it was supposed to be funny, but. Uh, I don't know if it was actually a spoof at that so, point in time. I think it's a credit to the groundwork that was laid throughout the movie as far as like the weirdness surreal and they just, just for the hell of it, doing weird things. Mm-hmm. Was there was a moment at the final race, because he's going down on one ski, where I was like, oh fuck, are they going to say like he invents snowboarding? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's the new rage, going down on just one one plank of material. I... But- I don't know anything about skiing, but I was fucking impressed with that stunt guy. Oh yeah. my God. shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Like I to was... ski all the way down that hill on one leg. Or on a small uh, bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> the paperboy definitely still kills me. Like the that paper whole is the that whole best. bit is Oh, and they throw him off the cliff. Yeah, <laughs> and he falls forever. <laughs> they I was like, "Are the- they gonna kill him?" <laughs> yeah, I kind of. Part of me wishes that uh, I, I'm, I'll bet it was a conversation they had. It's like, do we do a quick cut scene to him to show him sitting up, like moaning two dollars, or do we just leave it? <laughs> like it's him falling off with no, with any clear if he lives or not. Yeah, that worked either way. I think, but. I seriously thought when they cut away, I was like, oh my God, they killed him. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he shows up in Dodger Stadium. So, yeah. yeah. He's getting his two bucks. I just, I love the scene at night when he's like running away from the paper boy. And then you see in the background, like there's the silhouette of the hill with the trees. And then the silhouette of all of the other paper boys coming into <laughs> view. <laughs> It's oh, yeah. so great. So many good gags in this. The uh, sorry I blew up your mom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Sorry, I blew up your mom, Ricky. Like it's delivered so dryly. It's very good. Um, So I I just looked it up, and apparently, like uh, people are citing "Better Off Dead" and the movie "Hot Dog" as starting the '80s ski movie trope. But "Hot Dog" came out the year before "Better Off Dead," so maybe they were making fun of "Hot Dog." Huh? I don't know. I I mean, it's a terrible name. Yeah, I've never even seen the movie, but... Oh, that's funny that that trope started off as basically a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also thought it was interesting. They have all the buildup of... There's no, um, uh, like, resolution with him, like, with the bad guy, like, the the blonde bully guy. Like, mm-hmm. it's just kind of if he mm-hmm. wins and then you never see the... You never even see him, how, you know, storm off and a huff... There's oh, no resolution. Yeah. I totally thought there would be like his old girlfriend trying to get him to take her back. Like, oh, that was great. We should. Well, go she kind of did. They like made out right in front of the French girl. Then he was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I, the- I with Patrick. I wish they had made a bigger story point of that. And like, oh, totally, totally. But I yeah. guess I mean to be fair, then maybe they wouldn't have had enough time for a ski pole fencing match. That's yes. true. <laughs> Which is important. <laughs> yeah. Over an attempted <laughs> kidnapping. Random. Yeah, like, what? Did they think that that French girl was, like, their sex slave? What the fuck is yeah, happening so in this family? Of the of the few, because honestly, how we set it up in the beginning, it, it was not nearly as, it was very, only, it's some mild problematicisms in there. Very mild, I'd say. <laughs> compar- especially compared to other things we've done. Um but the most egregious thing was, I think, the way the women were treated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, for sure. Just like the sexist. Oh, are you seeing a pattern in older <laughs> movies? <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying, like, really dancing around the edges of racism. <laughs> this, you know, like, this, but that, but the whole, yeah. Women are sex the, objects. The thing like I kept, <laughs> the one thing that kept standing out to me was how just free all of the other characters felt. Like, the Beth. His old girlfriend and Monique, mm. the French girl, how comfortable every other character was, like putting their hands on them. Just yeah. whatever. Like, oh, pulling yeah. Ear, that made the, me so The ski bro is like massaging the French girl. He's, he's literally mm. just meeting her for the first time. And oh, he's even, just, like yeah. massaging her shoulders and stuff. Uh, even uh, John Cusack's character's name, who I can't remember all of a sudden, uh, and, and Monique's, their first conversation, he like grabbed her face and did that thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. I did at least appreciate that Monique was uh, very capable at like yeah. everything yeah. she did. She mm-hmm. um, was very well written as a character. Yeah, I feel. she was a good character. Surprisingly, like really for like forward for a yeah. an 80s movie you know she's like not sticking to the stereotype of a woman. Yeah, in the 80s, totally. They did a really <laughs> the good whole, job. The reveal. The whole, uh, the whole octopus testicle thing yeah. like, oh, still, yeah. still kills me. <laughs> I love the reveal of her like saying that she speaks English and like everything that she says. It because it like brings just a little bit of self awareness to how sexist like all the characters mm-hmm. are. You know, she's like, "What they think I'm their weird prostitute? Like, would you would you mm-hmm. pretend to speak their language? Like, no." Like, <laughs> pretend to play dumb so you don't have to interact as much like i really like that and then the fixing the car thing was great 
Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like for anybody who's listening to this episode and didn't actually watch the movie, this is like the weirdest recap we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like tentacles in a pot and <laughs> And if you're all sorts listening of without watching the movie, what are you doing? You're doing this wrong. I mean, I don't know if our listeners have four hours for the podcast like we do, but I know. I feel like several people have told me they actually do the thing. That's awesome. Was it Mitch? They do it in real time. Yeah, like they pause it with us, which is like good on you. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's cool of you. Yeah, that's super. Um, I did find this on uh, YouTube. Oh. The whole oh, thing. Oh yeah, we usually there. do that. If it is, oh yeah, we said it's only a DVD, but yeah, I guess it's, you said that it's on YouTube. So if, yeah, yeah, if you want to check it out, it's not it. super high quality or anything, but uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, well, there it was. I mean, my DVD honestly, rip was only 480p, so it wasn't like no Blu-ray quality either. Honestly, though, the only thing I found legitimately disturbing really was his closet with clothes hangers that are all oh, God. Yeah. of his oh, girlfriend God. that because, was again, the worst part <laughs> this is 1985 that that would be creepy today uh. when there's like a fedex office or a print shop um oh, like yeah. you know a strip mall in every corner yeah. you had to really he had to really go out of his way and spend a lot of money in 1985 to get what two dozen three dozen Although yeah. size cardboard cutouts, like hanger hybrid things that are her face on, but those are his clothes. So it's her wearing all. Yeah, his it's clothes. so weird. <laughs> I'll, I'll give so the movie weird. credit for having that scene at least while they were still together, and it wasn't just. <laughs> yeah, I was his like, creepy at shrine least, co- closet. Yeah, at least she's legitimately his girlfriend. I was like, okay, it's still weird, but it's a little bit better. But yes, it, yeah. is, it is surprising how light the whole like suicide angle is. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't that much. Was I there? loved it. I, I yeah. especially loved the scene where he's like trying to hang himself, and the mom like knocks him. <laughs> you know, he's like decided not to, and then she. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Like, there's some really great like dark comedy yeah. gas. Yeah. Only the three. It- "Quote unquote," almost attempts right. There is the yeah. Hanging, yeah. the bridge, and then when he's going to light himself on fire, is that it? Did I miss any? Um, the, the car, car, the garage. Yeah. He's, oh, that's right. Yeah. Rule of <laughs> three. He gives his little teddy bear the cigarette. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I am. I'm so kind of surprised though. With yeah, it was only just like a couple minutes of the film that that was written down as like what the movie was about because yeah, it wasn't really about that. No, not really. I could have been for more. Like it was pretty, it was pretty funny. Was yeah, good. I was ready for like an onslaught of like a ninety-minute suicide comedy. <laughs> yeah, well, I was. I was, I was. I thought. Yeah, you know, like a montage of different ways he's. Oh yeah, tried yeah. Or failed. Uh, when we screened the sh- our short film Zombie Debt at the Santa Barbara film festival there was a film that reminded me of this one but just the plot of like somebody trying to kill themselves and continuing to fail and it was like this guy who just keeps like he tries to hang himself but then he's like oh it's dusty on the ceiling i have to dust the ceiling and like (laughs) all this just like silly stuff same sort of ideas and it was really brilliant and then eventually he orders a cupcake that's supposed to be poison and it's like from this company called 
that's like treat yourself as you die. There go my hue <laughs> lights. Yay, technology. Yeah, you look anyway. like you're in the second Ash darkness. is about to tell us a ghost story. <laughs> yeah. So wait, uh, are you saying, based on this movie and then that film you saw at the Film Fest, Ash, my mm-hmm. suicidal superhero comic idea is back on the table? Yeah. There you, you go. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Definitely. Can right, I, I have another treatment. question, though, about this that's very important is – were they in high school or college? Because the whole thing with the teacher dating the student really oh, hinges on that. So that's yeah. my question. Did that actually happen? That. Yeah. yeah, that part's gross. I, uh, I'm ugh. positive they're in high school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they say they're in yeah, high school. Because they say high school ski team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the one guy says he's he's been in high school for seven years, so he's no dummy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, that's a good line, by the way. That's a nice little yeah. one. But... I, that was I had another thing written down was because I know he's got these fantasy sequences and sometimes mm. it's very obvious that we're dipping into them or not. And my question is when the adult full fledged adult men are asking this high school student if they can ask out his ex girlfriend who is also a high school student. Yeah, was that real or is that something like his like paranoia? I mean, like, Barney Rubble also mm. asked him. Yeah. So yeah, which is great. So <laughs> that was obviously you know in his head, but the mailman and his teacher. But that then, he, did he imagine that he saw her drive by was. with him because she was dating the ski guy? Yeah, I don't I'm, know. Yeah, let's hope that that was all just. I, I hope it was imagined, but they definitely didn't make it clear, Patrick. No. So, speaking of the teacher, though, I wrote down at the beginning of that scene where he's introduced. I wrote down like the most unbelievable thing about this movie is like a joke is how engaged everyone is and how <laughs> yeah. geometry. And then I was like, I, cr- I scratched out a minute later. I was like, Oh, that's the joke. I really like that scene a lot. Everyone, they're like stupid contraptions and like he pulls yeah. out his little yeah. note that's got, got gum in it and everything. That's like, hilarious. I it's appreciate like, stuff like that. I like the surreal things. This movie was like a weird combination of like someone with an animation brain, but also sketch comedy. Because you could yeah. take that whole scene in the classroom and that could just be a sketch, like as mm-hmm. it is. It was so mm-hmm. great. Yeah. That's very good. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm, and we've mentioned it, but Mercy Buckets is 100% so going great. in my vocabulary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Like I said, if, right if anyone ever utters the term $2, I instantly <laughs> yes. go right to that whole bit. <laughs> that was you jump on your bike great. and like right and after I do. Them? That's exactly what I do. Stop. <laughs> uh, oh, man. That was yeah. definitely my it's, favorite gag, running gag in the movie was the newspaper boy. It was hilarious. It was pretty good. We didn't um, even talk about the brother, too. Like the, the gag oh, with the yeah. brother is pretty great. <laughs> yeah. The cereal box. He's just boxes. like a genius. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't say anything, right? He has no dialogue in the he, movie. He oh, doesn't yeah. utter a does. single line, no. And you know why they, they probably did, did that? Because then him. they could pay him less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why they did that. Also hilarious. I'm learning how this stuff works hanging out with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Question In the 80s, did they just put cereal loose in the box? Right? Okay. <laughs> that bothered me too. Man. I do not remember. I don't I think they must not have, right? Like I don't I think know. it was just for the gag. Yeah. You know? It must have it been for like the gag. Not. 
It wasn't the okay. best. Okay. It was a great gag. Bad food. Yeah. Uh, the the how to get trashy women was a bit uh, insensitive, but still, I laughed at it. Probably not. For, also, again, for eighty five was <laughs> yeah. Very everything was very very mild. Also, did I the I I loved the the gag of the apathetic uh, post postal man who's like opening <laughs> yeah. his mail, just like but also stuff. I thought I recognized that guy. Yeah, I did. He, he's He's been in other stuff. stuff. Oh, okay. I thought he looked familiar. I know him best from, I believe he's in Biodome. <gasps> That's oh, it. He's the That's guy who's I'm... like dating one of their moms or something like that. And he also delivers food to the Biodome for them. Oh. <laughs> I have not seen that movie in so long. I have no frame of reference. Have any of you seen uh, One Crazy Summer? No, because no. that's the same director. Right? It, it came out the next year. It's, it is so similar. Uh, the cast <laughs> is like almost the same. It's the, uh, they just like add Demi Moore and Bobcat Goldwaite. And, uh, <laughs> and instead of skiing, it's like a yacht race. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. I actually have seen that all the way through, but it's been so, so long. Yeah. That, uh, it's very similar. And that one, John Cusack's character, I think is just like an animator. Is uh, Jeremy oh. Piven in that? What's up? Is Jeremy Piven in that one crazy summer? I don't J-Pivs? know. I don't remember. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna uh, find but out. it's also really fun. Like it's the the humor is very similar. And it's, I, I feel I really like that, that would too. cross over with Wet Hot American Summer. It's mm. the vibe is very. I think the vibe is very similar for yeah. both of these things. And I also yeah. love Wet Hot American Summer. So yeah, it's really um, funny. Yes, I, he is in it. Jeremy Piven isn't one. Sorry. Okay. Non sequitur. <laughs> Don't worry, audience. Jeremy Piven was in a small role in one in one crazy summer. You can all relax. No, you're all freaking out. <laughs> okay. You're panicking. Yeah. Also, panicking. John Cusack's character is named Hoops McCann, so I want to go watch this. <laughs> oh my god. Hoops <laughs> McCann. Uh, is that and- anything like Shasta McNasty? Yes. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I want to go look up this Polly show. Or Polly Pocket? It's now dirty to me. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> what was the boy uh, version of that Polly Pocket? It was. It had a TV show. It, it was Max something. Are you talking about Max oh. Steel? Mighty Max. Mighty yeah. Max. Did you watch Mighty Max? Oh. I remember. I I feel like I saw. I've seen Mighty Max. I don't remember it. Another Patrick non sequitur. <laughs> <laughs> doing so Start good doing at keeping us on topic. Them, my yeah. Random thoughts. Well, uh, should we wrap it up with our final thoughts? Final yeah. thoughts. Sam, go. Um, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, obviously, some things didn't quite settle, but overall, they were way more mild than they could have been, and the jokes were hilarious. The timing was ridiculous and really funny, and I love how over-the-top it was, and... Yeah, I would totally watch it again. It was great. I think that's why even some of the inappropriate jokes were still good in this. Like, uh, because the movie was explicitly not, like, taking the opinion of the joke they were telling. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Like, obviously, uh, the gag of just ordering whatever you, you can off of the fucking... Uh, serial clippings 
in the mail, you're not going to get the the book on how to what was it? How to pick up trashy women? How to pick up trashy women? Yeah, <laughs> like that's not a thing that happens. And then the eight year old kid is with this room full of women. Like you know, I'll, it's it's funny because it's so ridiculous. That yeah. it wasn't really a statement of any sort. I forgot to mention, I loved when his dad set him up on the date and he's like <laughs> talking himself up. He's like, She's gonna, this poor girl, she's gonna fall for me. Oh my gosh, like she's gonna just die. It's gonna be, she's gonna love me so much. <laughs> she's like, I don't wanna be on the state either. Like, pay me off and I'll go away. <laughs> like, not even yeah. like it's a question. She's like, You need to give me money. Bye. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Yeah, now this is this is very enjoyable. Uh pretty much all of it. And uh yeah, good 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 pick on this one. I yeah, I love it. Uh <laughs> I have a lot of fond memories of it as well. Um I am surprised that it isn't like it's pretty much unavailable through normal means. Um Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially think, with this like resurgence of like eighties yeah. nostalgia. Yeah. Um it definitely fits my sense of humor really well um so i don't know i have a i have a a a warm place for it in my heart and i'm I'm happy that uh that uh it it didn't turn out to be really gross watching it (laughs) and i'm glad that uh you guys seem to like it so i'm 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 glad i didn't torture other people with my (laughs) with my uh choices yeah yeah life decisions (laughs) yeah i feel like uh on this show specifically, one of the four of us will usually like call out something if it's even close to super offensive. Uh, and so I feel like this, we kind of skated through this one relatively unscathed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised. I, mean, I really liked what they did with the, the Asian racer guys. I thought that was a fun choice that, you know, instead of doing the racist voice, like it's hilarious that he talks like a what is what do you what even is that? What is that? Howard Cosell, like an announcer yeah. voice. Yeah, he's I, a big yeah. sportscaster. I oh, like that he okay. came back at the very end and like did the bit at the end. Yeah, like it mm-hmm. made it seem like it was less like they were making fun of him. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> well, I I definitely had fun. I, my I. I don't know if I would watch it again. It was really fun, but the it's hard for me to watch bad comedy timing, as Brett was saying. <laughs> like, that's a little painful for me, being a comedy writer-director. Um, but I think there's a lot of really great gags, and I really wish this movie was animated, because I feel like a lot of the weird timing and a lot of the weird gags would have landed so much better in animation. Um but it was a lot of fun. It was a fun movie that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> and we didn't even say the I think one of my favorite shots is at the very end the paper boy is still like coming after them yeah. as the camera yeah. pulls out like there's some really fun like they just didn't take it seriously which is fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Um and honestly it's made me have less of a tolerance to for other movies in this era that we talk about having issues mm. uh, and being like, yeah, but that's something like, nope, nope. There were people doing stuff that wasn't, mm-hmm. it was pretty okay at the time too. So that's on you. So those <laughs> other people, like, yeah, no, yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot. And it's something, again, I had 
seen most of in bits and you know pieces and i was really i'm really happy i got to sit down and watch it because now i have uh the best way to say thank you to anybody now Mercy buckets. I think that's like such a good point, though, about judging every uh, all the other movies a little harsher. Because, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think I mean we all kind of said it at some point here, like the specifically with the with the Asian guys in their car, and they roll out the first time, and all of us probably were like, "Oh, great, here comes that," (laughs) and it was such a flip of the expectations of what the the movie was gonna do with those characters that like i don't know yeah every if they were self-aware enough for that fucking everyone should be yeah and even self-aware enough to like call out the sexism even though they still kind of did it but at least (laughs) they called it out like yeah Yeah, and at least they had a female character that was breaking the mold of yeah. the stereotypical. She like, had agency. Was... Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's so rare that when 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 us women get just a little bit of it, we're real happy. She I mean, she worked it's on so a car. Crazy that oh. we're people, right? Like yeah. that we're individuals with different tastes and likes. Gosh, it's mind blowing. I mean, I know. Even even today, though, it's like almost rare to have a character, a female character, in a movie with like that much fucking uh, over leg up uh, on on the guys yeah yeah so anyway or just be like an active part of the story yeah. <laughs> like she literally mm-hmm. taught him how to ski so that he could win his old girlfriend back in the morning mo- <laughs> yeah because if you do the timeline it was light out they were on their That's date true. and he's like they didn't even go on their date and he's like i got the race tomorrow but yeah note, when did he have time to set up that date I I don't know. So did he leave? Did he leave her at the house? Did he drive to the restaurant, set up the restaurant, and then drive back? And then they went on their date. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we don't know how long I mean, she was blindfolded. I think it's pretty obvious, <laughs> dude. The stop motion hamburger guys obviously set up the date for him. Oh yeah, because they did of pan course. over and they yeah. were real and alive. Yeah. Uh huh. They did him a that solid. Was another question I had: <laughs> he works for the dude that he keeps hitting. With his car, I love this. He works for like twenty minutes. Yeah, I'm, I'll. I'm about to activate your dental plan. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want a pig burger now. I, I, do, I also love the, the just the skiing advice, which is when it came back the second time with Monique when she was yeah. like, oh. "Go that way really fast. Something gets in your way." Turn, turn, turn. Yeah. I don't know who has told me that, but I have heard that quote before. Oh, yeah, it was driving me insane. I was like, somebody has told me this multiple times. <laughs> it sounds like something my dad would say. Yep. Yeah. Well, that was an awesome movie. Thanks for bringing it. Yeah. Uh, it was Yay. better off dead. Um, thanks for being a guest on our show. Yeah. Michael. Thank you for having us. Uh, it was us. a pleasure. Michael, it was really fun. You yeah. have a lot of stuff going on what would you is there anything in particular you would like to draw attention to plug it plug oh it. yeah i've got uh i guess you know if you go to geeklyinc.com uh you can find most of the stuff there uh, i do a podcast called drunks and dragons um uh, i can't imagine what that's about it's <laughs> uh not as drunk as you would think it, <laughs> would, it would be um, and then we just did a spinoff game called Drinks and Daggers. If you want to check it out, it's called it's at drinksanddaggers.com. And, uh, it's Are you going to have like a cloaks and cocktail? Oh, wait, no, that was Patrick's thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn it, Patrick, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm referring to a short story I wrote that I shared with them that is getting submitted for an anthology. Ash but. very quickly and swiftly broke her friend EA. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> just <laughs> smashed it with a hammer right there. I just fit in so well. No, I yeah, want to hear about your card game. Yeah. yeah it's... um. Yeah. It's you. It is a drinking game because it goes along with the podcast. Um, but you don't have to drink, and it's actually really fun. Do you play uh, it with way. the podcast? Uh, well, you play with characters from the podcast, so it's like Ooh. a co-op game, and you're like battling like a dragon or a you know other bad guy, and you and your friends all are sort of giving each other drinks to help to power each other up. And uh, oh, nice! And it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, we have the most amazing artist who just did she, she so much good stuff. It. This, yeah, I see yeah. on Twitter because I follow the it's crazy Drinks and Draggers account and the, yeah. It's oh, awesome. this Very is the stuff. I'm just realizing this is uh, Patrick told me about how you kicks or was it kickstarted? Yeah, it's, yeah, Kickstarter's and that you guys got funded like so fast. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like wow, wasn't right it like away. minutes or like hours or uh, same day, it was or? definitely in the first couple hours and wow. yeah, we, we crushed all our goals, which was great because we got to add in just a ton of extra stuff, get a lot more art and things like that. So you yeah. just like the, adding more work for yourself, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a lot. Um, the but, best uh, part though is for those who are fans of the show, they hit you, you maxed out all of the stretch goals. And in particular, the very last one, which may, is making Michael add a character that <laughs> he hates, but has a very loyal well, cult following. Yeah, of. it is. Um, <laughs> I, and I think we did a great job. It's it's a, a character that essentially exists to troll everyone else. Um, and oh, uh, nice. th- that deck also is very much <laughs> in that spirit. So uh, <laughs> I'm hoping uh, people, when they come to our convention this year, GeeklyCon, GeeklyCon.com, um, they, uh, I see lots of people playing it and uh, just, you know, really pissing each other off. For, for those that don't know, when and where is GeeklyCon? GeeklyCon is in Columbus, Ohio, and it is July 18th through the 21st. Um, oh. It's just a bunch of nerds come together and play board games. We do, uh, we do a big live show with our, our, our podcasts, and um, yeah, a lot of people just hang out and have fun. Uh, do you intentionally Patrick, do it on the same days of Comic-Con? Um, not intentionally. That was like, if you go, th- man, if you go through the, the time we spent trying to figure out what's the, what's the good weekend, uh, <laughs> that it was like the least offensive weekend. <laughs> 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 it's like, that was like Comic-Con's like not super directly, uh, competing with us. It's so far uh, away. They're very, very far away. Vibes, I'd say like, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that it's, man, there's no good week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be so, there. Come see yay. me! Yay! Mm-hmm. I was gonna say someday we'll have to all like sleep over at Patrick's house and go <laughs> fly fly to Patrick's house. But yeah. uh, if it's during Comic Con, it makes it harder. <laughs> that is tough. It is tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun uh, if you're if you're not in uh, Southern California. <laughs> you're already <laughs> going to Com- Comic Con. It is kind of. Easy for me because it's in my backyard. So. Yeah. Literally. Wow. That, that's so yeah. nice of you. I can't <laughs> that's why we Actually, put it there. Yes, if you, I'm thinking of the way my house is positioned. It kind of is my account. Oh, yeah. Behind my house. <laughs> you can see it from there. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, think, I think that's everything. I think. <laughs> yeah. There's too many things. Everything. 
Awesome. All well, right. thank you so much for being on. Thank and, you for uh, having introducing me. us to this wonderful movie. Thanks for listening to Let's Rewatch. Yes. And we love you. Here we are. A hundred and how many episodes in now? Like five? Two? 105? Three? 104? This one's like 105. Uh, and to make it easier to find us, uh, we now have the domain of our show, let's rewatch.com. So you can send people to that when, when you tell them about our show. It's so much easier oh. than Googling or trying to fucking figure out iTunes's ranking system. Just let's rewatch.com. That's us now. Yeah. You didn't tell me you did that. I did. I did it. Just did it. After you, after you texted today saying we should change the end, I was like, do we even have a, like a, where do we send people? And so I just bought the domain today and hooked it up. (laughs) Oh, nice. Oops. Really good at this. Yeah. Michael, if you ever want tips on how to like really, build a podcast empire you should ask us i'm, I'm taking notes <laughs> yep so yeah thank you so much for listening you can follow us on twitter we're at let's rewatch and we do fun things like tweet a screenshot of the movie we're watching and let you guess because i totally remember to do that uh. <laughs> <laughs> look at you ash engaging uh, the audience <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, but we also do movie polls where you get to choose the movie um, sometimes. So definitely follow us there. And I don't think we've plugged it in a while, but we have a Facebook group, which is also, I think it's just Let's Rewatch Podcast. I don't know, Brett, connect all the things to this new URL. Yeah, um, go go to letsrewatch.com and there com will be links. Find out more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty awesome. People post about other questions and expand upon the conversation so that you guys can be a part of the conversation and the people who do watch the movies tell us how they feel uh, after watching it as well. Yep. We had some good conversation about some of our listeners spice names. Oh yeah. Yeah. When we did spice world, everyone got spice. Everyone got spice names. Mm -hmm. Oh man. You got one though. Yeah, we gave you <laughs> your dicey <laughs> spice. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it my thing? He's like, it's, I'm yeah, never coming it's back. My thing. So okay. Everyone tweet at. Oh, oh, do you want to plug your social medias, Michael? Uh yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter at thrifty nerd. Thrifty nerd. My my old thing that it no longer makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of the internet. Nothing makes sense anymore. Perfect. You can change, or can you still? Because I did. Can you? Yeah. Um, you're you're I, too sentimental. I thought I've. There's like 300 episodes of me saying it on it. So um, <laughs> another podcast. Um, but also, it's just there isn't really. I couldn't find a good thing to change it to. Mm, Maybe dicey you. spice. Spice. <laughs> I'm gonna let's find out if it's the uh, the the Twitter protocol for not abandoning your old handle is to change your handle to your new handle and then immediately create an alt Twitter account with yeah. the old handles name and say, I'm now this. <laughs> oh, interesting. That's oh. definitely the way to go. I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> should I do my thing? Yes. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. Um, if you liked our podcast, please give us a positive review on iTunes and tell your friends. We'd love to get some more listeners. Yes. And 
Thanks for listening. I definitely... We're all off today. I didn't open my list of movies. You know, I fucking nailed my outro, so... You know what? I got a case of the Mondays. (laughs) It is fucking Monday, isn't it? Oh, this is bullcrap. There's a Dicey Spice, but she's got two followers and hasn't tweeted since 2013. God damn it. Maybe she's dating Daddy Spice or Zaddy Spice or whatever his name was. (laughs) She's not dating me. I'm married. Oh. oh, that Zaddy Spice that we Z- talked about. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the one on Twitter, not you. That super chill dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for listening. We do this uh, every week. Next time, we're going to watch Beyond Hypothermia. Uh, death? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>